You're listening to episode 210 of the FitzPro podcast, and today we are going over my current training and some things that I hopefully think that you can take from my current experience, my current season, even if it's not the exact season that you are in, perhaps my perspective or something that I am doing applies to where you are right now. So that is the hope from today's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPro. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. I do want to start this podcast by thanking Legion Athletics, who are the sponsor of this podcast and also the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. I've said it before, but I'll say it again because I'm boring and I take the same things all the time is just how easy their supplements make it for me to hit my protein goals. I talk about protein a lot because that is something over the years that I have found is very important to me with my training. And it's something that is difficult for me to get in from just actual real food, whole food. What am I saying? You get it. Not supplementation of any kind. So uh, through pregnancy and postpartum, taking their whey protein has allowed me to hit my protein goals easily. My husband actually uses the plant protein because he has a much more sensitive stomach than I do. And he says it's the best plant protein that he has used. So if you are looking to add any kind of supplement really to your training regimen, to your dietary regimen, then go ahead and check out Legion. Use code Annie at checkout when you go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y legion.com to get 20% off your first order, or you can get double Legion reward points. If you just want to support me, support the brand. First things first with my current training, I am seven months postpartum during this episode And one of the number one things that has kind of become a theme, as you can imagine, you're going to be like, duh, is time. I have 40 minutes or less to get a lift in. It it is very reminiscent of my college days in lifting when I literally had like a 40 minute gap from class to class. So I really only had like 30 minutes to get my training in. It feels very much so like that. I have to be in the clothes I'm going to wear, have the shoes that I'm going to wear ready. There's not much of a warm-up happening, which we will talk about. So I have one hour if I am lucky. I am not doing a full body warm-up. I am doing some cardio to get my blood flow going straight into what I consider to be movement prep or pre-fatigue, and then I'm doing three to four lifts three to four days per week. That's it. So like three to five minute cardio warm up, straight into getting the joints and muscle groups ready that I'm going to be using that day with two to three exercises. That's less than seven minutes right there into three to four bigger compound lifts. I'm not doing a whole lot of isolation work right now just because it takes more time and it's less bang for your buck in overall training. So how I'm still able to make gains Number one, I still consider myself to be, I think I've mentioned on a few other episodes that I'm like past the recovery phase, which I'm not, I'm not past the recovery phase. I still consider myself to, to be recovering in postpartum in many ways, but I am definitely also in a building phase. I'm atrophied from pregnancy and postpartum still, 
and I'm working back from that. So I'm really able to reap those newbie gains rewards due to the season that I am in. If I was training normally, not atrophied, three days per week, that would be enough to maintain, but not likely to gain. And because I am in that postpartum period, in a bit of a recovery, in a building phase, I am able to work out at maybe a lower frequency than I used to and actually make gains. But again, that's because of how atrophied I am. I'm not starting at where I was before, if that makes sense. I am currently using a majority upper lower split, not necessarily doing the classic back squat, deadlift, bench press, overhead press, but I'm definitely working with a squatting pattern one day, hinging patterns another day or glute work or posterior chain work, and then having horizontal pressing and pulling day as well as a vertical pressing and pulling day, but using variations of kind of those main movement patterns that you would normally see. These basics allow me to hit lower body muscle groups twice per week and upper body muscle groups twice per week. That's the point that I want you to see. I'm not specifically tracking any cardio that I'm doing, but I'm trying to get steps in mostly just via walking, which is really easy to do with a baby. We go on several walks a day and because upper body lifts for me tend to be shorter if I have time, that is where I add in cardio. It's that last like 12 to 15 minutes or under. So for me, that looks like either doing tempo work. That would be 12 to 15 seconds, pretty much as hard as I can go. I mean, above 85% and then resting for the remainder of that minute which I would do eight to 12 rounds of that. So that's eight to 12 minutes because you're essentially going on the minute. Or I will do three sets of thresholds which would be three minutes of work above 75%, holding it there for that three minutes, and then resting two minutes. Or when the heart rate drops 50 beats below, whatever the highest heart rate was during or right after that working set, sometimes the highest heart rate comes actually when you stop the working set because we have that accumulation effect. So once the heartbeat drops 50 beats below, whatever that number was, or if it doesn't drop, you would go two minutes after. Uh, that is what I am adding on the back half, I would say, of one upper body lift per week. So I'm probably only doing intentional cardio once per week. If that, the cardio is literally just thrown in for overall conditioning and to get more movement in. It is not specifically to add more of a caloric deficit or train for something specific. I'm not doing heart rate training or energy systems development. I'm just working on that cardiovascular fitness, that aerobic base when I can, when I have that extra time and it feels good. I'm not a big sweater. It's very hard for me to sweat. That's why I really enjoy like the sauna. And cardio is one of those things that tends to get me sweating more than say just my normal strength training workouts. So I just enjoy that feeling. Sweating is good for you. So I, that is another reason I suppose that I am adding cardio in here and there because something is better than nothing. But weight training and building muscle is my priority in being in what I refer to as a building phase. Some people might call it a bulking phase. Same, same. My concern is not losing fat right now. It is putting on muscle. So that is what comes before any cardio. As far as the actual program that I am following right now, it's kind of a hodgepodge. I really like my own programming and that's not to like toot my own horn. That's to say that over in time, over a decade, I have developed a system that I enjoy. 
using, exercises that I enjoy using, supersets that I enjoy using, but I really do also enjoy following other programs to get ideas, to get exposure to things that I otherwise wouldn't have exposure to because I do have something that I like and something that works. And so I keep doing that. So currently I've mentioned on other podcasts, I think I am following Marcus Philly's Persist as a base to be clear, I am doing his pump 40, which is that under 40 minutes. So I'm not doing the full lifts on any of the days, but I am mixing that with my own preferences. And I do this with any program I follow. I do not follow it to a T. If there's something I don't like, uh, particularly, I will choose something else or something that doesn't quite make sense to me. I will switch it up and modify it. That's not to say that I, you know, wipe the whole program or don't do everything that I don't like, uh, but I do pick and choose. And then I'm also mixing in some stuff that I learned through the Mama Stay Fit prenatal and postnatal programs, because though I am just over seven months postpartum, like I said, I am very much so still rebuilding my core and deep core connections, my breath, all of that, my pelvic floor. That is not like, oh, six weeks, you're one and done, good to go. That has not been my experience at all. I still have diastasis recti. I still have to really, really concentrate on the way that I breathe and the way that I engage my core for my core not to cone. So that's just my own personal experience. I am following Marcus Philly's Persist Pump 40, but also mixing in some of that work from Mama Stay Fit and modifying maybe the main lift, maybe the sets and reps to fit more so what I need and what I prefer, because it's really important in seasons that we are short for time and that we don't have a lot of extra space to do things that maybe we don't necessarily want to, to do things that we do enjoy. I have 40 minutes. I want to enjoy whatever the heck I am doing in the gym. So I mean, you can take that for what it is, take it with a grain of salt. It's kind of how I mentioned earlier, like I am not doing what I would normally tell people to do in that every day I encourage people, all of my Built by Annie clients do this, to do a full body, uh, I almost said full body weight warm up, to do a full body warm up. And the reason for that is it's under seven minutes. It does really get every joint into its end range, not every single joint in the body, but the the main joints in the body into their end ranges. It gives you kind of an idea. It's, a, it's time to check in with your body and say, how do I feel? Do I feel like I am full of guitar strings today or do I feel limber? Am I super sore? Like there's, there's more to your full body warm up than just going through the motions. I do not have the luxury to do that right now. That is not the best use of the time that I have in the gym. So I am not doing that, whereas I would normally tell people to do that. I am doing, like I said, three to four lifts. I'm choosing the lifts when I look at the program that I think are the most bang for my buck. Sometimes that means switching around supersets. Sometimes that means cutting out entire exercises. I have no problem doing that. It's working for me. I feel good. I'm enjoying my lift. So that is what I'm going to continue doing. My main point there is, like I said, I do find that especially in seasons where your time and energy is limited, personal preference does play a big role. It's important for you to enjoy your lift and the exercises that you are doing. If I don't like something or feel something is doing whatever it's supposed to, I swap it out for something that gets the job done. 
So I encourage you to know whatever season you are in with your training. It's okay to cut things out. This is kind of the, you know, what I want you to take from the episode. It's not going to be forever. So whatever you're doing right now is not forever. If you are trying to get the whole lift in and then you're ending feeling discouraged or like you're not adhering all the way, like let that go. Let that go. I did not follow Mama Stay Fit's prenatal program all the way. It's a lot of exercises in my opinion. And I was like, mm, not today. It is, that is not what I enjoy doing. So I was able to, and maybe this, you know, is because of my background as well, but I was able to look at the lifts, look at the program. I always did the full warm up, all the core work, all the prenatal stuff. And then I would look at the lift and I would really choose probably four to five of the exercises and pair them how I saw fit. But to me, that's still worth having the program as a base. And that's what I tell Built by Annie members too, is that like, it's okay for you to modify this program. It's okay for you to adhere 70% because you're giving 100% to that 70%. And that's better than doing nothing. Do you see that? Do you see where I'm going with that? So if it allows you to get the most bang for your buck, then do that. For me, upper lower split will always be the GOAT. That's my go-to. You can make gains on three days a week, depending on your training age and your overall training volume and the season that you are in. But more often than not, a higher frequency four or five days a week is likely going to be helpful. And you can also kind of spread that volume out a bit in four to five days a week and then really increase your intensity because the volume is spread out just some food for thought, but also, you know, take a note from the cardio piece. Cardio doesn't always have to be to train something specific. You can just do it to train for cardiovascular health or because you enjoy it or because you want to sweat a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. And doing that is certainly not going to ruin any of the strength gains or hypertrophy gains that you are trying to make. So I will leave you with that for today on the shorter side of an episode, but I hope that you took something from it. If you did give the show five stars and leave a review wherever you can, it is much appreciated. If you don't get my emails, you have two to choose from Annie's daily dose and Annie's weekly wisdom. You can go to anniemiller.co slash news to check those out until next time. I am Annie Miller and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro podcast. podcast.